Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Friday, December the 22nd. No, just second. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> Rewind. It's the second. <laughs> Today is Friday, December the 2nd, 2022. The weather today will be a high of minus 20 degrees in Edmonton. Minus 24 degrees in Saskatoon and 6 degrees in Toronto. There we go. You were hopeful that it was a few days until Christmas, hey? 20 seconds? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Evie. Good morning, everybody. We're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. On the Podbean app, go download the Podbean app, search up the Real Estate Investing Morning Show, and join in live. Get your, you can hop in here. There's a chat box. There's a, there's a call in button. You can ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free, free coaching for real estate every morning. All you got to do is just wake up and ask. It's that simple. You can also listen to recorded versions on iTunes, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so wherever we're, we're chatting with you right now, good morning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I don't, well, we do We do have some people listening from uh, the other side of the world as well. Yeah, I just meant that like they could be listening to it at any time of the day if they're listening to the recording. Who would listen to the morning show before bed? <laughs> I bet you somebody does. I'll take that bet. <laughs> What do we got joining us this morning uh, in the live chat? Uh, we have Eric and Kirsten. Good morning, guys. We have El Ray, Nasir, Kyle, John. We have Chastin and Ryan. Those are the only people who said good morning. There's a lot more, but they haven't. Uh, you know what? To be completely honest, yet. a lot of people are slowly coming, like a little slow coming in this morning. Is it, is it a holiday? Did we miss something? Yeah, that's true. It is a little slow. No. It's what's, not. What's going on? Everybody share this to social media right now. Good morning, Cody. Good morning, Cody. Cody's sh- up. Cody is up. Why aren't you up? Cody owes us a, uh, a video. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't forget. Um, now is your chance. Go, uh, if you're listening live on the app, hit the share button, share it to your socials. And, um, and let everybody know that they're, that they're, that they, that the, 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 the that the, they're not here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, also, when you share the show, it increases your engagement, which gives you more hearts, which gives you a better chance of winning top fan for December. This is true. Good this morning, is, Christy. Good morning, Armando. Tynan. Snuck in there as well, Sean. Okay. Well, what do we got going on for the show today? Do you have asthma? 
I do not know, Wayne. And you know what? As our... Ma. <laughs> I leaned back to laugh, but then I clapped right in front of the mic. <laughs> as you were saying? Um, I don't know. What was I saying? As? Oh, as our um, lives wind down a little bit. You know, we talked about taking December. We've been talking about taking December off for a really long time just yeah. because it was such an insane year. And while, you know, things aren't stopping, we are at the end of a couple projects. And, um, you know, we're not going to really have our own stuff to talk about much for the next month. Oh, I'm sure we'll have a tenant for doing a midnight move. That one's coming pretty soon. Yeah. That's true. That uh, that fire is. We did have, uh, so I just uh, popped open the um, the rental email today to see if uh, the last few people paid rent and we are missing one person's rent this morning. Can you tell me who it is without telling me who it is? Uh, the basement suite under my mom. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. That was a reoccurring issue for a while there and we were assured that it would never happen again. It wasn't a reoccurring issue. It was something happened with like her job and she needed like two months to sort it out and get back oh, on track. Okay. But I'm sure did. it was an honest mistake. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you, know, you never like like uh, rent issues and stuff coming up on like December 1st and like January 1st <clears throat> over those like harsh cold months. Because um, if it like spitballs into an actual issue, yeah, then you're in a really crappy time of year. Or it snowballs. Where it snowballs. Because it just, <laughs> just it's like, snowy outside. It's just like a big <laughs> ball of snow and then it just kind of keeps rolling just and getting bigger. Like a blizzard just rolls into town. And... Not, not the example I was trying to give, but okay. <laughs> uh, you were saying that we're going to run out of things to talk about for us personally during these during these months. Yeah, like, yeah, we had a pretty busy year, busier than most, but um, we still have lots of different things going on in our business. We just don't talk about them. And I, I always remember those those to-do lists that we used to have early on that we kept saying that we are going to, like, keep improving the systems of our business. Mm -hmm. You remember all those stupid to-do lists yeah. for, like, how to improve the systems of our business? Yeah, we just talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so it's it really depends on you're all you're always going to be busy as a real estate investor i guess that's my point yeah we'll always find something to do and if we're not busy doing x amount of flips at the same time and you know dealing with you know rent to own clients you know that are that are failing or whatever we'll just focus that level of energy that we have on something else it will, what we'll probably end up doing is we'll put all of our energy into that one tenant who didn't pay this month and it'll t totally consume us. Yeah. We'll still be just as busy in our heads. Well, and also like throughout the year while we were working on all of those flips and trying to get those systems in place for that arm of the business, we were neglecting so many other things. So a lot was being spread out over quantity and not so much on quality. So we still have the same bandwidth to put out. But I find that a lot of the smaller stuff is going to get a lot more quality and a lot more energy. Yeah, for sure. That's fair. I, I highly doubt we're just going to like veg on the couch and just watch a whole season of Lord of the Rings today. But we could. We could, actually. <laughs> this doesn't sound off. too bad. <laughs> I've been putting it off. 
<laughs> or we could re rewatch um 24 24 <laughs> just lay down for seven days yeah i think we should do that <laughs> that was wayne and my uh show when we met wayne introduced me to it and we watched the whole series like two or three times yeah and we named our dog jack after jack bauer yeah <laughs> I got a question from Sean. Uh, Kirsten says she's only missing a partial payment from one unit. That's great news. And she's expecting it today. So, yeah, that's good. How did everybody else do for uh, for rents yesterday? Mm -hmm. Did we get all payments, like including other businesses as well? Indeed. Nice. Nice. So that's a good month. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I think I'm still missing a couple of my uh, mastermind payments. But I'll follow oh, up on those today. Snap. <laughs> Don't forget about your uh, local uh, mastermind facilitator, you guys. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was actually a pretty busy week with, because uh, it's mastermind week, wasn't it? Yes. And then we also had a uh, master's coaching session last night Yeah. Um, for the mentorship program. Yeah, and mastermind we, week is like, I, I'm busy Monday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. Yeah. Which is, is hard when you're working all day and then you have your kid home from school after school and then stuff going on each of those nights it feels good though doesn't it oh yeah like it's, it's hard a, it's a fulfilling week it's yeah. always a fulfilling week and i always like get off of my mastermind calls feeling amazing and like inspired by them to do to get my own shit in order so mm -hmm. i can't complain but hi you did i don't think i was complaining i was saying that it's it's a busy week oh that's all okay i don't think i complained at all I'm just checking out these comments here as we're getting all set up this morning. Good morning, Matt. Uh, good morning, Nasir, as well. You know who I see in the morning? Who? I see, does Johnny Five come in in the mornings very often? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Does he come in, like, first thing, and then he hides in the back of the room? Because I don't ever see him saying anything. No, he's, he just pops in and chills. Are you lying? No. Hmm. Okay, cool. So once you get those, okay. Uh, by the way, if if we don't sort out this dog thing, uh, I'm gonna be regifting those dogs for Christmas. It's very hard to do a podcast when we got freaking dogs going nuts. Who wants a puppy? Okay, quick little commercial break. I'll get into Sean's questions and then we'll get going for the show today. If you guys got questions about real estate investing, get them in today. We'll get them answered. Um, we'll be right back. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right, no sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. <laughs> so if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta Buyers, or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. And we are back. So Sean had some questions here this morning. Uh, like I said, if you guys got any questions, bring them up, put them in the chat. Also, if you want to, if you're listening to the recorded version and you want to but you can't get into the live show for various reasons, family and 
kids or work or whichever, um, in, email your questions to info at reimorningshow.com and we will read them next day. Uh, Sean's question is, uh, we're going to be renting out our place. Pro- okay, wait a second. He split up the question. Uh, okay, one question here. Okay, cool. We're going to be renting out our property prior to doing any of the exterior work, which will take a few days here and there. Do I need to give 24 hours notice every time I want to come and work on the property outside? Or should I set up an agreement with the tenant? That's a good one. <clears throat> because, and it's in Edmonton area, so I, I know the Residential Tenancy Act for Alberta. Uh, we're going to be renting out our property prior to doing any of the exterior work. Do I need to get 24 hours notice? So, you don't need to give notice. You need to give notice if you're going to be entering the unit, right? If you're going to be entering the property. There's a bit of a gray area when it comes to the yard um, for notice of entry for yard because, like, if the, the landlord, like, right, Gab, if the landlord was in the yard all the time. Um, you, yeah, it, I think that technically you should let them know. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's a gray area. It's not technical. Sorry. It's not in the act. It is not in the act, um, but it it can be used against you and like depending if you abuse that if you're coming to grab something and and i apologize i took the dog upstairs so i missed the actual question but if you're coming to like grab something out of a shed that was that you had locked in a shed or something on the property you don't need to give them notice just like go get your stuff but if you're popping in and snooping around every you know well weeks you see now now you're now you're um tiptoeing into the peace and enjoyment Yes. Which is the other part of it. You are affecting the peace and enjoyment. Um, now, you're not... There's no there's no way to measure uh, the peace and enjoyment. There's no way to say exactly how many times um, you would go there before peace and enjoyment was affected. Um, at the same time, they can't just be like automatically saying, my peace and enjoyment has been affected and I want out of my lease. It's not going to be that simple. It's a bit of a... It's, it's open for interpretation, but... If you are intruding on their peace and enjoyment and you are doing exterior work and you're literally got your guy or you, you know, banging on some vinyl siding right outside their front window, looking inside at them as they're cooking or they're eating their family dinner, then yeah, of course it's going to, they're not going to be happy about it. Um, I see the question now. If you're banging on the side of the house all day when they've been on night shift, peace and enjoyment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what I would say is let them know. I, I think wording is very important on this wording and, and documentation. So obviously all documentation, always an email, make sure you have everything documented. Okay. So that way, anytime anything is ever questioned on what someone said, um, it's always there. You can pull up the conversations, never do phone calls. And if you do do a phone call, always follow it up with an email afterwards. And get their acknowledgement of the email. Summarizing the phone call we just had, we said this, please acknowledge. Right? Always everything in documentation. So that way, there's never if there's ever a dispute on what someone said, it's always something you can pull up and prove. I don't ever answer the phone unless it's an emergency. And in my lease, I explain exactly what an emergency is. Okay, very, very systematic. So with that being said... <clears throat> I would explain to them that um, we're very excited um, 
that you're going to be getting new siding. We're going to be, or, or, or we're going to be doing some exterior work. Um, we're going to be chopping down that tree and we're going to be doing some landscaping. I think it'd be good to, to really explain the benefits of what's coming for them. I mean, like, we're very excited to be able to provide this for you. There will be a little bit of extra noise and some people coming and going. What we're going to do is we're going to try and provide you with as much notice as possible. But uh, just expect for the next three weeks that the people will be on site outside. They will not be coming in and we will ask them to be respectful. Is that okay with you? I'm going to give you dangle the carrot a little bit about what they're going to be getting. Then it'd be okay. Um, additionally, if you really wanted to, 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 to like, make it work i would say possibly like a 50 dollars reduction we're going to reduce your rent by 50 bucks because it is going to be a bit of a pain in the butt having people around and we understand that so we're going to reduce the rent by 50 bucks for the next three months um this is this is satisfactory to you and even just saying that and them saying yes thank you so much that shouldn't be a problem then they've agreed to it so if they ever go to you know the rtdrs and say that we don't want to live here anymore we'd like to terminate our lease because, you know, there's people outside all the time. They're making a mess. They're leaving their, their you know, their scraps and stuff like that off at my yard. My dog was biting on it. Um, they left the gate open once, right? So all those complaints and then the, the RTDRS hearing officer is going to be like, well, you know, what do you have to say about this? You know, they're clearly not happy. Well, you let them out of their lease. But then again, you know, what you're going to be able to do is be like, hey, we had a discussion about this. We explained to them and it's going to be a little noisy. It's going to be a bit of a nuisance. I apologize that one guy left the gate open, but, you know, we gave a $50 reduction in rent and you agreed to it. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to resolve this. I'm going to talk to the guy that left the gate open. I'm going to make sure that they leave the, that they're, they bring a bin and they clean up the stuff every day. And this should be done within a week. Hearing officer is going to look back at the tenant and be like, does this sound satisfactory to you? Well, I don't know. I just don't really want to be here anymore. Well, then there's no justification to terminate the lease, right? So, that, I mean, that see how I kind of walked through the whole process of like documentation all the way to like dangling the carrot. Worst case scenario, they do go to the hearing officer and they do, you know, uh, the RTDRS and they do make a complaint. You're covered. Okay. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's how I would see it through. Um, again, communication, making sure that the tenant is happy about it. Don't just like spring it on them just randomly or tell them that you have to put up with it. Because even if you get to a point where, um, sorry, I'm just on a sec. Even if, even if you get to a point where they do complain regardless, uh, I mean, and, and they're forced to stay for the remaining nine months of your lease, they, they're not going to be very happy. You know what I mean? That relationship with you and the tenant's not going to be the greatest. And you're certainly not going to be renewing them at the end of their their 12 months, right? I think that a big uh, point that was kind of missed here and I think really clears up how I would handle this is that he said we are going to be renting out our property prior to doing the exterior work. So he is going to be finding a tenant knowing that that work is going to be happening. So that is a really easy conversation to have with the new tenant before signing the lease. What I've suggested to other people who um, who are doing like burrs on secondary suites, some people like to, you know, in a lot of the instances the main floor suites are already ready to go or just require a little bit of work before they start in the basement and they often want to get that suite rented so that they have income coming in while they're building their secondary suite and so in those instances the um, advice that I've given is 
as you're vetting new tenants about the possibility of renting, be very honest about the work and the timeline and what's going to be happening and offer them a discounted rate for the duration of that time that the work is happening. And that way they know what to expect. They can't complain about the noise. You've told the trades they can only work between 9 a.m. and and 5 p.m. After that, they're out. So there's no disturbance of after hours. And and so they, they have really nothing to complain about. And it's written into their lease for the duration of the basement suite being built, with, which is estimated on a six-month timeline. Um, the There will be a $200 reduction in rent. Um, the tenant acknowledges that there will be um, noise, some noise during the hours of 9 and 5 and yada, yada. You can go into as much... Um, as far as you want with the with the write-up of that. But I think that this could apply here, is that the tenant is coming in and you are being honest with them right off the bat that this is going to be happening during, I mean, we're in the winter right now, so maybe you're waiting, waiting until the spring to do the exterior work. I don't know what kind of exterior work you're doing. Is it siding? Is it landscaping? Is it a new roof? I don't know. So I, I can't say for sure what the appropriate compensation would be. But you can tell them that come spring, as soon as the weather is good enough, we are going to be doing this, this, this. Um, during those months, there will be a bit of disturbance. There's going to be some people on the site between the hours of 9 and 5. And um, during those months, as soon as the work starts and as soon as it ends, we will compensate you $100 a month off of your rent um, just for the for the little bit of disturbance of having people coming and going in the property. <clears throat> That is how I would handle it, and I would note it in the lease right off the bat. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't wait until it's happening to get their acknowledgement of it. I would, even if it's not happening until the spring, I would make sure that it's noted and it's signed off on. And then, as far as um, you know, the real question here was: Would you give twenty-four hours notice every time you want to come and do the work on the property? I would say that the work on the property should be done cons cons cons. Why am I having a problem with that word? I don't even Consecutively, know Consecutively, <laughs> day after day. It shouldn't be happening on Monday of this week and then somebody's coming back on Thursday of next week. Like just get people in and get it done so that it happens over a week or a month consistently instead of sporadically where you need to tell them, okay, somebody's going to be on the property on Friday and then they're not going to be back until the following Wednesday. So that like just ha just get it done. Make it happen in a way that it's not going to be random and disturb your tenant. Just get it done. So that's how I would handle it. And then I wouldn't give them 24 hours notice for every day that people are going to be on site. I would tell them that it's happening between, you know, over the next four weeks, they're going to be there consistently. And that's what to expect. So just set the expectation and let them know what's happening. That's, that's how I would handle it. Yeah. Was there any more comments on that? I don't know. Okay. Okay, so just a little landscaping and some fence work to divide the suite's yard space. Oh, yeah, that's like no biggie. That can be done super quickly. Yeah. Like within a week for sure. With good communication. Yeah. So I wouldn't even do a compensation of rent or anything. I would just be very honest that this is going to be happening as soon as the ground thaws. And um, we'll be in and out within a week. Sorry for the inconvenience. There can be people on site for the next five days. Yeah. That's it. Give them the one notice. Easy. 
I'm actually getting something prepared for Don's question. <laughs> I thought I could get it done a lot faster. I apologize. Um, you see Don's question there? I'm reading it right now. Okay. Go ahead. It's the staging question, right? I didn't miss anything? Okay. So Don says, I noticed you stage your fix and flip houses and they look amazing. But my question is, do you stage all the houses that you sell? And if you do, how much do you think it changes the sale as for price and days on market? I think it changes it dramatically. No, price is is a little bit difficult um, because... I think I th- I think what it does with price is that it easily justifies the price that you want to get instead of um, it's easier to to question price when when you're not being wowed. Is that I I think that's the easiest kind of way to say it. Can you rephrase that? I think I think as a buyer, it's easier to walk in and go like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a nice renovation, but it's empty. It's cold. Like they can see that, you know, there's a nice kitchen and there's flooring and baseboards. Great. Uh, But it's easier for them to question, should they be paying that top price that you've listed it at? They're looking at comps and they're seeing other comps with staging or with with a really nice homeowner's furniture in it. And they're questioning if it's really worth the price that you're putting out. But when it's staged and you're being wowed, like, oh my God, look at how beautiful this staging is like, I want this furniture. If we buy this house, can we have this furniture? Then it's not a question of whether your, your house is priced appropriately. They're they, they, when they're looking at the comps, you, it's the nicest. It is the absolute nicest, right? Yes. So I think that's where it helps price. I wouldn't say that it justifies you charging more than it's worth. I think it just justifies that it's priced accordingly. We went um, heavy into the detail um, last night on our master's coaching session about the difference between prices and how you can justify. I'll use the same examples that I used last night. Um, where like, why is one house, why can you buy it for $270,000? You can buy it for $370,000 and you can also buy it for $520,000. The exact same layout, exact same house, exact same lot size. They're right beside each other. Same square footage, same everything. But one is worth $520 and one's worth $270 or one is worth $520 and one's worth $410. And we just kind of went through like the de- the difference in, in, in detail between them. The $270,000 one is smells terrible. And there's holes in the wall, and it needs all new roof, windows, furnace, hot water tank. <clears throat> um, there's flooring missing. There's a wall about to fall over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, the $370,000 one or the $390,000 one, that one there is just like mom and dad's house. Mom and dad, um, they you know, been living there for 20 years. Dad's renovated a bunch of times. He's replaced the flooring. He's replaced the trim. You know, he added in a barn sliding door. Like it's it's a nice house, but like, you know, it's mom and dad's house, right? And you probably grew up in something very similar. Had a fireplace with bricks in it and there's a brick missing. Dad said he'd, you know, finish it, that kind of thing. But then like, then there's the $520,000 house. And even though mom and dad's house is really nice, nice flooring, dad put in, you know, all these crown moldings and stuff like that. Made it, you know, and, you know, he added a big deck in the back and stuff. But the $520,000 one looks a lot like, the, the ones that, that Gabby and I renovate, 
right? Brand new, clean, fresh, everything's done. You know what I mean? The newest fixtures, that kind of stuff. And if you want a $520,000 price, if you want to sell it for five twenty dollars and not three ninety, dollars like mom and dad's house, there's, there's a lot of extra things that you need to do, like Gabby said, to justify the price. And it needs to be really, really, really beautiful. And a lot of times, in order to make sure that someone feels comfortable paying for that five twenty dollars as opposed to a three ninety, dollars you got to get it staged as well. It needs to be just like a show home. It needs to be show home quality. And there's a huge difference when you add staging, when you don't add staging. And a lot of people ask us, well, what about virtual staging? It's like 500 bucks. What about that? Or 300 bucks, whatever it is. Yes, 100%. Your listing will look. You're going to garner a lot of attention. You're going to get a lot of attention. But when they walk in there, like Gabby said, it's going to be cold. It's going to be like, oh, this is not, this doesn't have the pool table that They've I saw. They've lost the excitement. You know, I mean, there was a pool table in the picture and they're like, I don't know how they possibly fit a pool table down here because it's not to scale or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's so it, when they walk in and it looks just like the pictures, they were excited when they saw the pictures, they come in and they're just as excited when they see it and they can feel it and it's warm in there and there's a rug and, you know, there's the, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the, the staging stuff on the counters and whatnot. And they can see all the cups hanging. They're like, okay, this is, this is my home. I can see myself living here. I love this place. When you don't have the staging, then it's like, I guess we can put a table here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you're so close. Why not? Why not just finish it? Right? And uh, his follow-up question to that was, if you do, how much do you think? It, okay. Sorry. I thought it was how much does it cost? No, uh, but how does it impact the days on market? It's it's It'll be the nicest one, right? And so like you're going to get a lot of people coming out to that first open house. You're going to get a lot of, if you don't stage it, you're going to get a lot, but you have virtual staging and a lot of people come in and they're like, Oh my God, yes, 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 yes. And they get there and then they don't write an offer. Right. So I want to do everything in my power to make sure that this is the nicest house in that side of the city or the city in general that everybody wants to buy and fight over. And that will, that will reduce the amount of days on market that will increase the amount of multiple offers. Now, depending on the market, whether it's a hot market or it's a cold market, it's going to give you the best possible chance to move that thing as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, And there are actual statistics on this. Like, I don't have them on hand, but um, I would like to actually get them again. I used to know what they are, and I'm sure that they've changed a little bit since last year when I I found that out. But Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to try to remember to grab that. Um, Actually, our... um, one of our stagers, whom is staging our Lake Bonavista property shortly here, mm-hmm. um, she's the one who provided me with that information last year. So I, I'm going to follow up with her and, and find it out, and I'll bring that back to you guys next week. Nice. Um, what I was working on, actually, oh, I finally found it. Perfect. Uh, too late now. Um, I, what I'm doing is I was actually going to... Um, do a post on Facebook so you guys can literally look at it right now and see the difference between staging and not staging and just how incredibly cold it can be. Um, Oh, perfect. Okay. I got it right now. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to add any, um, I'm not going to add any write up. I'll just say, listen to the morning show. (laughs) And then everybody will have a good understanding of what what exactly I'm talking about. Um, Here, this is a really great picture. I'm going to put these pictures up and you guys can see the difference between 
aging and not staging. So when people see this beautiful um, furniture and then they get there and then it's not there, you can get a feel for what, what to expect. Um, okay, I'm going to do this right now. Okay, guys. In the meantime, Gabby, um, I don't know. Uh, do you have any jokes? Um, no. <laughs> I'm not a joke person. I don't, okay. My problem is, is I don't remember them. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> Forget the punchline? Yeah. Okay, quick little commercial break for you guys here. Hi, folks. Barry McGuire here. I'm inviting you to join our free Facebook group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education. We go live every Monday discussing all sorts of creative real estate strategies. You know, nothing can match the power of learning from Canada's top creative real estate experts. We provide you with the education and tools you need to close your first damn deal. It's the most important one. Join our free group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education, and we'll see you Monday. And we're back. Um, when the one thing that I want to add to that is that um, since we've been staging our properties um, that were our flips that we're selling, we we started doing it right as the market was turning earlier this year. And it's really hard for us to know. Um, like just as the interest rates started increasing and people started getting scared about what was happening and the headlines were telling people now's not the time to buy, um, the interest rates are too high, they're going to keep going up, the Bank of Canada has all these increases planned, um, records are going to be broken on the increases, yada, yada. So it's, our, our properties are definitely sitting on the market longer than we had hoped, even though we've done beautiful re renovations and have them beautifully staged. But what would be really interesting to see is how long those properties would sit if they weren't staged. Mm. Like, although ours aren't moving as fast as we want, it's not like, I mean, we had one that, you know, went pending within 24 hours and was sold within like, a week mm -hmm. but that was that, that was, was staging <laughs> that was a hundred percent staging and the right the right person it it came on the market right as that person was needing to take action and secure a place right yes um but i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is that like you know it's hard for us to sit here and tell you that oh my gosh it, it decreases the days on market significantly because we started staging at a really tough time in the market well we started really selling our properties at a really tough time in the market. Um, but I wonder if all of the houses that we sold before that would have done, would have moved significantly faster um, had we actually gotten staged. I think and I think they would have yeah. 100%. So if you guys go into the Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook group, I just did a post in there and I just gave you guys an example of uh, the property when they were virtually staged and then when someone actually got in there. Oh, okay. And you can see the difference there. You see that there? You can see that wide open, empty living room there. Yeah. But then the second picture, you can see like the couches and the nice table, and the you can see the, you know, the the picture hanging on the wall and the dining room table. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got the TV and everything in there, and then there's just the blank. Same thing with that, you know, feature wall that sold that place. That uh, they the buyer said specifically was that room right there. Yeah. The feature wall with the fireplace, 
and the TV, that's what sold the place. But really, it was just, you know what I mean? If you look at it without the picture or without the virtual staging, it's really nice. It's clean. Yeah, it's, it's fresh. Nice but when they showed up, they were expecting those couches, right? Yeah. So um, virtual staging can definitely help get people in the door. I think that if we didn't have any virtual staging, I think that it would just seem cold even on their phone when they're looking at it. Yeah. They might not book the viewing. Yeah. So when you're selling properties, I think even if you're selling your, you know, your your personal residence, I think you should always put staging in there. I think it's going to help. I think it's going to make it look like the nicest listing. When someone, what you, there's, 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 there's things that need to be done. There's, there's steps need to be done in order to get someone to buy. First things first, they need to get off their couch and they need to go down to your house mm-hmm. to look at it. And that's marketing. So the marketing that you put on your, on your listing is very important. The words, the words you decide to um, italicize and bold, right? Um, they are, there are the pictures, the first picture that comes up when the listing comes up. If an email comes in their note of, in their, um, a listing comes up in their email, What's the first thing it said? What's the first thing that they see the picture, right? What's the curb appeal? What does it look like? What's the, what's the big wow in there um, that's going to get them to be like, oh my God, I need to go see this. It's not just always based off price or area, right? So make sure you put your best foot forward with marketing um, on the listing. And then when they get in there, it better not smell like fucking Febreze has been flowing in there for the last 24 hours, right? It better not smell like you're trying to mask, mask an old something. cigarette smell. Right. It also it, it better live up to the expectations mm-hmm. of the whole reason what got them off the, the couch. If they're down, if they're going to see your house, think about this. If they are going down to see your house, they've booked a showing. They want it. Give them a reason to follow through with it. Right. They want it. Someone comes into your store. And they're thinking about buying something from you. They're there because they need something. They want something. Make it easy for them to transact on it. What you're doing is marketing is your listing. What you need to do is you need to close them when they get into the and into the into the property. That's sales. Make it easy for them. Focus on little things like that feature wall. Focus on little things like a cool thermostat. Focus on little things like, you know, the smell of it. Make sure the heat is a perfect temperature. Make sure it's shoveled. Fuck, we lost a buyer once just because we didn't shovel. <laughs> shoveled the front, forgot about the back. Shoveled the front, but forgot that the lockbox lock is on the back door. The back door. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Oof. So it's it, when they get there, it's sales. So make I, I would strong, long story short, um, I would recommend staging. Absolutely. I think it's it's part of the sales process. Yeah. Um Space Matt asks, what's the virtual staging program you use? Or would Space you- Matt <laughs> or is would- here? Hang on a second. Space Matt, our star man has arrived. There's a star waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he blew our minds. I've been waiting all morning. Where's, where's he been? It's, it's really a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song. Um, Matt asks. Matt's a beautiful person. <laughs> Matt asks, what's the virtual staging program you use or would you be able to recommend a few? So um, most professional photographers who shoot real estate, like for listing photos and stuff, um, have the 
expertise and knowledge and capability of virtually staging for you. So in our situation, the times that we've gotten virtual staging, it has been uh, the listing photographer who did that for us. Hmm. Um, You can go on to Fiverr or what's the other one? I can never remember. Freelancer. Um, Freelancer. um, Upwork. Upwork. Any of those um, programs or any of those uh, services where you can just hire people to do that stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Um, or just search your city for local people who do it. I don't know, pers- like I'm I'm guessing that it would probably take some like, take a little course and some practice to become good at it yourself. And yeah. then I'm sure there's programs that you can just download and do it yourself. But um, yeah, like there's definitely crappy virtual staging versus professional virtual staging. So. For sure. Yeah. Um, our virtual pictures have been really good in the past. We've had a, we've had, had a couple, um, where we actually got the, we got one of our houses staged, but then in the spare bedrooms, they did a bit of virtual staging Hmm. and I wasn't happy with a couple of the rooms. Should we post those pictures too? No, we won't. No. (laughs) Sometimes it just doesn't look to scale, right? Sometimes you look and you're like, is that virtual? Is that just, virtual? And yeah. then other times you look and they have like, you know, a pool table in a, in a small bedroom and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Kirsten was talking about masking smells. Whenever people talk about masking smells instead of getting rid of bad smells, all I can think uh, about is the time in the grocery store, a guy runs out of the bathroom immediately after going in yelling. It smells like something. <laughs> can I say that? Take a shit. I... Take a shit in a meadow. <laughs> Is this a is took a shit in a meadow? Is this is this a reference to something I'm missing, or is this something that actually happened one time for her? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that's so true, though. So yeah. true. Yeah. Oh, it legit happened. That's something that happened to her. That's a true story. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Oh man. I like how you paused and asked if you can say shit as if you don't like run around on this show saying drop an F bomb. I do have nothing to say. I do. Uh I try. I try and save it for um passion. Meaningful points. Um and when I'm cursing about the dogs ruining our show. Got it. Ryan wants to know, would you virtually stage rental ad photos? I would, and we haven't. Yeah. We've talked about this a lot. Um, We need to get, uh, we've been very fortunate with a lot of our rental suites. Not, they've all, sorry, they've all been renewing. Um, We haven't, like we have our regular handful of properties that literally just like keep having turnover. Um, And that's where we, you know, and that's just the type of property that they are. There's always going to be turnover. Um, but for the ones that that um, that don't have as much turnover, I just need to get in there, clean them, and get a virtual stager to, to, to do pictures there. But I guess we have pictures, right? We can just send pictures. Yeah, so that's the other thing is that, pictures, right? well, yeah, but I mean, virtual stagers can stage your iPhone pictures. It's not like they need to be a certain resolution or anything. They're going to look better if they're professionally done. <laughs> But I've heard people 
specifically say that they sent in their pictures that they took on their phone and had them virtually staged. Mm. So it's it's possible, but they'll look better if you have them professionally done. I was just literally thinking that like we um, we have those new tenants moving into one of our main floor suites in like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, it would be like the perfect property to have virtually staged because it, it shows really well yeah. in pictures, but it would be like that next level kind of like posting. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we literally have two weeks to get it done. Are we going to? <clears throat> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> It's like we're gonna we could, be watching Lord of the Rings exactly. in twenty four. We're gonna we're gonna binge watch <laughs> Lord of the Rings instead. Uh, this, this is exactly what I was thinking of as soon as he said it. I'm like, why don't we do that? I'm like, oh right, because we don't want to. <laughs> it's a great idea. We just don't want to. It's like one of that we had. Mike told you we had that giant to do list for the longest time, and it's like, oh, this would be a great idea. Why don't we pull all the serial numbers on all these things and we can put it into a large schedule and add it into our calendar to know when we need to, you know, drain the hot water tank and when we need to, you know, do the yearly maintenance for that Samsung dishwasher at this property. It'd just be a really great idea. It's systematic and we'll get calendar notifications and we will align uh, that with our scheduling for our quarterly inspections to make sure that all of our appliances and all of our equipment, you know, gets the best attention so that it lasts the longest and that will help our bottom line. <laughs> or we can just watch Lord of the Rings. Or I can just buy another property instead. That's what I did. I Instead of doing that, that's not fun and exciting. Buying another property is fun and exciting. So that's what I like doing instead. Yeah. And buy so, a new dishwasher when your cup's up. Yeah. Okay, we'll just buy a new one. <laughs> yeah. We're those people. <laughs> it's So, yeah, I think it's a great idea. It's just like, but these are the types of things. I, and I say this a lot. These are the types of things that you need to implement when you get started. When you have one property. When you got one property. Build the systems when you're starting, please, for the love of God, because it gets so hard to do later on. When you're, you got... you're not busy. <laughs> you're not busy. Compared to what you're going to be in Go the future. Go hang out with us for a week. You're not busy. And, and that's, that's not saying that like, oh, you you don't even know what busy is. Wait until you're in That's 100% shoes. what we're saying. But no, what the point that I'm trying to get across is that you're not busy as you're going to be when you scale the business that you want to have to live your dream life. Right. Then you're going to be fucking busy. Okay. So don't compare it to our Don't compare busy. it to us. Compare it to the busy of who you're going to be in order to live the life that you want to live. Yes. So you have to look at yourself five to 10 years in advance and say like, who am I going to be in five years? Yeah. If I do reach these targets, these outcomes, X amount of properties, this type of business, who am I going to be? And what things am I going to be then responsible for at that time? I have yeah. my responsibilities and obligations today. You can't just be like, I'm going to be 10 times busier. No, you're going to build better systems and your quality is going to go down and you're going to care less about certain things. And you're going to stop going and hanging out with your tenants and having coffee with them. Like, like you're not going to give a shit anymore. You're like, I'm too busy for this stuff. This version of me does not have time to go have a coffee with my tenants. I need to, I need to be more, um, by the book, I need to like hire someone to, to respond to emails. Like, you're going to be a different person. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to be a different type of busy as yeah. well. So we are a different type of busy. I so was literally just reflecting on this yesterday because like, okay, so again, we keep talking about this taking December off. That doesn't mean that our business stops. Oh, it's not. We still have okay. stuff. We yeah, still have right. lots to do. But we we wound down the the big crazy stuff that was happening. But 
so yesterday it's like December first, and I'm like, "Happy December, Wayne!" Okay, and he's so just like, "What are you?" Hang on a second. Gabby comes downstairs <laughs> after showering, so she worked out. She comes downstairs. I'm working on my phone and just dealing with shit. We had a lot of stuff going on yesterday. I have my phone up, and it was covering her. And she's like, happy December 1st. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, God. look at my December 1st outfit. She comes down with her December 1st outfit. And I know what you guys are thinking. No, no. it wasn't that. <laughs> it was purple sweatpants. It was purple sweatpants and a nice, big, comfy sweater with slippers. Not the December happy 1st outfit slippers. I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, don't, I don't even know what I was trying to say now, Wayne. You I don't. I don't, what, yesterday? I don't know what you're trying to say either. You interrupted my work to show me your purple sweatpants. It's <laughs> December 1st, honey. I'm just like, I don't necessarily think that this is going to happen. This whole December, taking off December thing. Anyways, so as I was saying, things are like winding down. Yeah. And so it does create, I'm not ordering supplies anymore. Let's put it that way. I'm not, con I'm not frantically ordering supplies and trying to keep trades in line and scheduling stuff. Like it, 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 all of that has, is coming to an end. And so it's just like, it's becoming the regular maintenance of the business and unfortunately filing taxes. But what I was reflecting on is how I used to think, oh my God, how am I going to do all of this? How am I going to manage all of this? These tenant requests come in and I would like lose my, I would like get riddled with anxiety. And like, I just, I thought that my life was ending like every single day managing these, you know, at that time, a lot smaller of a portfolio with no fix and flips going on and all that kind of thing. So I was just like, oh my God. I was like, even though we're still working through December and it's supposed to be, you know, December's off. I can't believe how relaxing this is going to be Yeah, <laughs> and how I used to think it was the end of the world every day of my life. Yeah. It... Just like that growth and then that perspective of looking back at it is pretty cool. Well, I was saying, I, I, I loosely said it wasn't going to happen, um, this whole December thing, because our projects keep getting delayed. Um, yesterday, what I was dealing with in the morning was actually... Um, uh, our Lake Bonavista flip finished yesterday. Yeah. Finished. Um, we had two things that got missed, three things. And our contractors came back out and they, they, they did them. They did the garage door, garage man door. They um, cleaned some overspray on the windows, the exterior, and, uh, and added in the house numbers. So it's all done. Cleaner is in today. Yeah. Stager, hopefully. Did you ever hear back? Yeah, it's Saturday. Staging is Saturday. So listing pictures will be very likely early set. next week. Early next week. We'll have a listing late next week with an open house the following weekend. Bonus. Um, so that's what I was working on yesterday, just to make sure everything got done. Um, so that's that's that there. We still have our one left in Tweddle. Yeah. Uh windows keep getting delayed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the work was supposed to be done. November 15th, about two weeks ago, but there's just been a lot of different random things happening with sicknesses and that kind of stuff and, and scheduling. So like, it's not, we're not paying for labor right now. It's just kind of sitting empty, but, um, we really want to get that done as well. Yeah. And 
Um, actually, we just got a, a message today just saying like the two guys were, were sick again. They yeah, got the flu. the flu. Yeah. So it's like it sucks. But then again, the windows are delayed too. I just want like for me more so I just want to get this done so that I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. Because as you're finishing, you're going to start noticing little things like, oh, wow, they didn't, you know, they separated this too much or they forgot to put that in or like, oh, crap, we, you know, the we just opened up the the shelves or the cabinets in the kitchen and they forgot to put in you know, shelves in here and then you got to order them and then they're delayed by, you know what I mean? There's, yep. there's a whole lot of this stuff that like, I don't want to be dealing with in December. Yep. If, if I'm going to take, even though I've only done, we're only down to one project and it's in the last week to two weeks of it. It's the worst couple of weeks of any project. <laughs> even with one project with one week left of work, 90 hours worth of work. It's just as time consuming as six projects with three weeks of work. It's the same. It's just a different different kind of busy. We're always going to be busy. But the thing is, I'm putting more energy into that than I, w- it, I would put the same amount of energy into six projects. It would just be less quality. Yep. See what I'm saying? And yep. less energy like towards those conversations. So I'm, I'm going to be busy as long as this project is still on. So I'm, I'm worried that it's going to be very difficult for me to kind of turn my brain off mm-hmm. when I get a message saying that, hey, we found this. And then I have to go and deal with it. And then I ask for a picture, but the picture doesn't justify, like it doesn't do it any justice. And then I have to go drive down there. I have to see it for myself. The ceiling cracked. So I need to go and see if it's done properly. You know what I mean? They send a picture, but the picture's not quite good enough, that kind of thing. Mm. So that's why I worry that like, this is why I wanted to have everything all done by October, November, list in November. And then I can just not take on any new projects and then all I'd have to manage for no, for December and late November would be any tenants that are being douchebags and anything else that kind of comes up, right? Yeah. But it would be limited amount of things that were going to come up and 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 take our energy. But it, I honestly, um, I think you put your sweatpants on a little early. <laughs> I think I think we might need to wait until Jan one. Um, See I, how he strings me along. I don't string you along. I'm just being real, girl. You know, when we started this this journey, he's like, we just need five years to work hard and then we get to just like relax. We'll oh, have go suck an egg. And then five years went by and he's just like, just five more. Look at all these new ideas I have. There's we'll no be, new ideas. We'll be so rich. There's no new ideas. <laughs> just five more years. No, just, and, just uh, those, five, those more five, weeks, years, five more weeks. Those five years just lapsed. And then he's like, guess what? We're going to take December off. We've worked hard. And then it's like December 1, and he's like, you know what? It's looking more like Jan 1. Jan. We'll take Jan off. I don't believe you. You're not a man of your word. I swear to God. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) These are the things that are outside of my control that I, I I can't do anything about. And I'm trying, and it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. I hope Sheila clicked the call-in button about five minutes ago. I hope that Sheila is calling in to side with me. I hope that Sheila takes this call, and she says, you know what? I'm with Wayne. I'm on team. No. She left. Finger slip. (laughs) I thought she was going to Sheila, but she left. (laughs) What? I don't know. There was. I thought it sounded funny in my head. I have a question for you, Wayne. Whoa. Sorry. Um, are you are you doing a show on Monday? What do you mean? 
well, I'm not going to be here. You're going to do a solo show or you're going to take the day off? Uh, well, with today's numbers, I might just take the day off. Yeah, horrible numbers today. I don't like, was it that shitty of a show? Well, they wouldn't even know. They didn't even, they didn't even join in unless they, yesterday was that shitty they that they decided the, not to come back. <laughs> they just peeked through the window and then just me. Kirsten says, Hey, I'm here. Um, did, I, yeah, I guess I'm doing a show um, solo. Um, now that they know that, the numbers are going to be really low. Oh, I'm going to be garbage because they know I'm I'm a garbage host by myself. There's going to be like 10 people. <laughs> I'm going to give those 10 people a show. I saw I saw your Thursday Life Training intro yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> give it a rest. Was it that bad? Wayne Hillier here. Real Estate Investing Masters. Good evening. What what else am I supposed to say? How's everybody doing tonight? What else? But that's pretty standard. Let me know you're here. Go to streamyard.com. There was music in the background. <laughs> I was letting the music speak for the energy. I was just saying what needed to be said. Was it not extremely <laughs> valuable? I don't know. I, I closed it after that intro. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Ryan suggests a Calvin, Calvin Realty guest market update on Monday. I got to get Calvin up at 6 a.m. though. Yeah, it's hard to do. <laughs> oh, 100% Cody, people need to call in. So that's what's <laughs> going to happen on Monday. Um, people are going to call in or otherwise I'm just going to end it after five minutes. Do a crappy intro and then just oh, outro my. music. <laughs> wow. Uh, Kirsten says, way to instill confidence, Gab. Yeah, right? <laughs> Kirsten's on my side. I'm putting myself out here. I'm being vulnerable. And you're just like stomping. Oh, come on. I'm just teasing. Oh, you're teasing? Teasing. Oh, you're teasing? I'm teasing. The people are... <laughs> this is what people get up early for is listen, Gabby. Um, crush my manhood. Uh, Kyle said, would have been better if my questions were answered. Wait, did he have questions today or last night? I don't. I don't know. In general, oh, did did you have questions yesterday? Oh my god! Last night. What was your question last night? Oh, you had a question, but it wasn't. It was. It was kind of. Um, was it irrelevant? That's what I was going to say, but it didn't <laughs> sound good out loud. But it was irrelevant. <laughs> Ask some relevant questions, Kyle. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, ask your question right now. I got two minutes to answer it. Let's do it, it. I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like if I answered that, it was going to open up a can of worms. Oh. And I had about three or four questions that were left, left, left over, and um, I meant to say at the end of it, I was running a long time. I meant to say that if you know these questions that are left over, bring them to the morning show tomorrow, or ask them in the Facebook group, and I'll answer them. But it was a wholesaling one hundred and one. Did does he does he no? Did he type his question out? No. Is he seriously going to do that? He's going to complain about it and then not ask it? Well, like, maybe he's typing it out right now. Okay. It is 7 o'clock, though. I say we just cut the show. You got one minute left. <laughs> he's going to... Another day, he says. He, he's probably thinking to himself, I want you to want to answer it. I don't know, honey. I want you to want to answer it. I don't, I don't want no pity answers. 
Put the goddamn question down. I know it was like 10 words. It was 10 words. He didn't even have a question. Solid. What a show this is. I don't mind answering the question. I got 30 seconds left. Do I have to pull it up on Facebook? No. Okay. Good morning, Amesh Shivan. Comes into the show with 30 seconds left. 32. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's counting down the last 30 seconds of the show. Okay. He can't even remember what they were, so they weren't uh, important. It wasn't that important. Wasn't preventing him from taking action, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, guys. I love you, Kyle. <laughs> you guys have a great weekend. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.